How's it going, friends and family of the internet? Welcome to the Real AF TV podcast show about fishing and random takes from the land of 10,000 lakes. I'm one of your hosts, Josh Labah. And I am Tim Wagner, also a host. Not No, I think you're the host. I'm like the guy that's here. <laughs> co-host. <laughs> co-host. I'm a co-host, kind co-host. of. But I'm a co-host. I'm your co-host. I think it's just a co-hosting situation. It probably, probably co-hosts. We just kind of have our roles. Like, I don't really know what I'm talking about, so I have to research it, and then you're just kind of off the dome, most of yours. Yeah, that's true. Yep, off the dome, like co-host, eating ho-hos, stuff like that. We should eat ho-hos, because co-hosts should eat ho-hos. We should just get, like, stacks of little Debbie in the background. No, ho-hos are hostess, bro. Little Debbies are garbage. Come at Damn. me. <laughs> I knew that, too, because I was going to say Twinkies, and I know Twinkies is hostess. No, Swiss and cake just, rolls. My wife likes reason. Swiss cake rolls. I'm telling her ho-hos are the best. Like, I'm all about hostess, and she's like, nah, little Debbies. And I'm like, you are broken. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a little Debbies fan at all. I like hostess. I like the ho-hos. That's what it's. The the Swiss cake rolls from Little Debbie's like are some sort of a cake that had a baby with a sponge. I think I don't know. It's <laughs> like I don't care for it one bit. They taste so fake to me. Ho hos <laughs> are still not great for you, but they at least taste like chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't oh. for that weird crumbly cake uh, coating on the outside, they wouldn't. Tastes like chocolate, so the Swiss cake rolls wouldn't taste like chocolate. But that that weird, it's like kind of waxy, even. Yeah, yeah, and it's so maybe that's what makes it not taste like chocolate. Shit, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of the little Debbie's like chocolate stuff. That makes some okay other stuff. I'm not. I'm not a big little Debbie's guy. You know. I'm a hostess dude, but I got you. I'm just, uh, I think little Debbie's is like from here, like more local. Oh, from Minnesota. Yeah, I think so. So I think some people are like, you're a traitor. And I'm just like, just because they're from here doesn't mean I got to eat it. (laughs) A lot of people around here, like originated growing up eating lutefisk. Right. I'm not putting that shit down just because I'm from here. So that's, that's right. That's I'm not drinking random. hams just because they're from Minnesota. <laughs> Fuck that's, that. That's right. <laughs> I collect their stuff because I like the bears and right. beer memorabilia is cool. But when it comes to actually drinking it, I don't know. I think I had it once and it was okay. <laughs> right. So that's my random rant that came out of nowhere because I heard co-host and ho-hos and they're kind of rhyme because there's O's. And then we it went worked. off on a rant. That wasn't a plan. That was that was off the dome. That's what we were talking about. You said off the dome. And then we did a three-minute rant on nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, that is not usually how we start. Well, yeah, it really kind of maybe is. Maybe not that long. But, you know, sometimes we just go off on shit. And that is part of the Real AF TV podcast. If you didn't know, we drop every other Monday. And then on our off week on Wednesday, we drop the fishing topic all by itself. And we drop the random take all by itself, but you miss all that fun, weird shit, and including the fishing news, Tim, which how we kicked the podcast off. And this week's topic headline 
is did ice fishing just win the Bass Master Classic? Probably. And I say that because the Aqua View is yeah. really getting a lot of attention oh, since yeah. Gussie won. Uh huh. So yep. I know an Aqua View. I, I think most of the northern states, <laughs> probably the ones yep. that are up here far enough to get ice, know yep. Aqua View as an ice fishing camera. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, and now all of a sudden, I mean, we'll get into it, but now all of a sudden it's it's getting all this attention because of uh, the way that Jeff Gussie Gustafson yep. was practicing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I got, I'll, okay, so in the YouTube link, I always put a, or in the YouTube video, if you go over there, really if, at really if TV on the backslash, uh, I put a link. And I read Gussie's actual article, like Jeff's article on Bassmaster. That's the one I'm going to post in the link. Okay. There's a ton of coverage on Bassmaster, of course. Like you go to the Bassmaster podcast and badmaster.com and you have other people writing about it, right? There's a lot going on. But I took this straight. Gustafson himself wrote this one. Um, but I really wanted to just kind of focus in on that Aquaview because... You sent an Instagram post and you were like, oh, mm -hmm. shit. Um, he wrote it in there and he's a Canadian. He's the first yeah. Canadian since the thing started, since Bassmaster Classic started in 1971. He's the first Canadian to win it. Really? Yeah. Isn't that crazy that, to think about? That is crazy. Like I never even, I wouldn't even question it. Like I thought for sure. There's plenty of northern people that have won. And sure. all you have to like to think that just slightly across the border has never been done before. Right. That's nuts to me. I thought for sure. No. Maybe there's some red tape. Nah, there can't be. No. There's uh Japanese dudes. Right. The haven't but that was the classic, right? So the yeah, first, so this the, is the classic. The first yeah. one to win the classic. First one to win the classic. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. So once a year opportunity, right? Right. So right. I guess when yeah, but still, 1971. That's still crazy. I would have thought that you know there'd be. Whoa, that was a weird noise. <laughs> <laughs> I could kind of hear that. I don't know if the listeners are going to be able to hear that, so, but that I could, one. It was like a burp, but it like came from my throat. It was like a bubble moving <laughs> up here someplace. Uh, sorry, that was awkward. I don't know. That was weird. But it threw you off. <laughs> yeah, it did. So, like, oh, okay. Anyways, uh, 52 years. There's been 50. This was the, this must have been nuts. the 52nd classic then. Yeah. That's and this first time a Canadian's won it. And it just yeah, it just seems crazy because it was even in a fairly southern southern state to us, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> southern state to definitely to a canadian they'd call it oh south. for sure everything's um, a southern state to them <laughs> <laughs> but uh but, yeah so he he anyways that i thought that was crazy and then just to go like he's talking about the aqua view a lot and yeah yeah you talked so, it up so what do you think well the crazy so what i think is that there was a different like that they were fishing uh, in North Dakota, I believe. Wasn't it last year where they like went to North yeah. Dakota for like the first time? 
I think it was and South that, Dakota because they were on 212. Like okay. The 212 bridge. So I'm pretty sure okay. it was South Dakota. Okay. But yeah. And, and that lake that they were fishing, it was like really hard for them to catch fish. It was, yeah. And they were I like remember. on those rocks. And they were there was like fish hiding in the rocks. And this lake, he was talking about how where he was fishing, that there was fish hiding in the rocks again. Mm-hmm. And that like yep. forward facing sonar and stuff is yep. that's not going to show you fish in those cracks. Like I don't think because they're literally enough. when you say in the in the rocks, like I'm using my hands right now, but like a rock on the left, rock on the right, and this fish is kind of filling up the what would be like a canyon, a gap. It's filling the gap of yeah from the two rocks. Yeah, from my understanding, the way he said it was like the fish were hiding in those rocks. Yeah, so like the the sonar was like showing rocks. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't showing what was like between the rocks. And I don't know exactly what the rocks look like, but that's sure. his words where they were hiding in the rocks. Yeah. So if you're trying to use that sonar and you're just seeing that there's structure there, but you're like, oh, there's no fish around it. And it's like, oh, because the fish are in it. Mm. And then yeah. you take your camera and the camera's able to, you're able to see in it because the right. sonar can't show you a picture of what it's bouncing around. I, it probably does. But to be able to decipher what you're looking at, because it's From showing you all, yeah, yeah is mm-hmm. probably way too Just think hard. it's another rock, right? Like, yeah. You yeah. can probably see the three rocks and you just go, yeah, I don't know, it's rocks. Like, it's not moving. Right. Yeah. And your boat's moving a little bit. So the rocks right. and like the pictures like constantly kind of moving a little bit. So you probably mm-hmm. can't even tell, like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Right. But then you get your camera out and boom, you can see exactly what you're looking at. Yeah. So that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense that in practice, he was like, I'm just going to go and look at everything. Right. And I sent you that thing. Cause I was like, sometimes I feel like I'm cheating <laughs> because I'll, I'll use my graph and I'll use my graph and I'm like seeing stuff and I'm marking fish. And then every once in a while, like I can't get anything to bite, but I know there's something there. And then I'll just stop fishing for a little bit and like whip out the camera and just look. Sure. To just be like, what am I seeing? What is down there? You know, like I'm not fishing at the same time I'm using the camera. It's like the same thing he was doing, like in practice. Yeah. He's just trying to get an understanding of what he's looking at. And that's what I do too. And then I have done it before where I just go, like you, you drop it down and you almost want to know that it's like something else. Like, what is it? You know, (laughs) is it like a tulipy? I know that they stocked those in here once upon a time. So the muskies had something to eat. Am I seeing some stupid fish that doesn't want to bite my stuff? And then you drop it down there and the camera shows it's a wallet and you go, God damn it. <laughs> like I'm on the right fish. <laughs> Just like, okay, well, I mean, that makes me feel better that I'm in the right spot, but why won't you bite anything I'm throwing down there? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So that's, that's when I've used the, the aqua view in the summertime before, like he was doing not summertime, but you know, open water. Um, yeah, yeah, because you can't, you know, you can't you're, you're, use it like the same way too, and that's why I said like I kind of do that funny uh, like like right headline. Yeah, yeah, because I know like, that you can't yeah. use like in Minnesota, you can't use your AquaView to actually fish right. because in this in the in the winter you use it to literally fish. Like you'll just drop it down on top of fish, and then you'll yeah. move your bait and you'll watch how the fish is reacting, and you will literally play the fish. Yeah. Using the camera. You can't do that in the summertime, but you right. can still look and then and then cast out and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
in the wintertime, uh, for people who aren't familiar, most of the time you you drill like a secondary hole, like a yeah. little bit farther away, and Open. then you shine it over. So you're sitting in one spot all day, you know. But in the right. summertime, I don't, it's open water you're moving around and that can get tangled around everything and stuff you wouldn't even want to do it sure you know yeah i think you'd spook everything right but i mean it's it's a heck of a tool when you're trying to understand stuff because the graph can show you a mark but being able to decipher what the mark is you know and yeah and a mark is you know it's like an arc and it's a fish depending on what you're looking you know what kind of in the, yeah on the ice fishing in the markham well on the on the markham it's the like the flasher is different but like oh in this in the summertime the mark like you'll see a fish because it'll it'll, it'll reflect that there's a, a thing there oh I like got the you. color lets you know that there's something there and right and right. the fish most of the time comes back as like an arc it looks like a boomerang almost right and I, however, I don't understand sonar enough to know why it looks like a blue <laughs> why, <line>. Yeah, <laughs> but For it sure. does. I got you. And you see that and you're like, well, that's a fish right there. But what kind of fish is hard to tell sometimes unless you see the size, you know? Yeah. Some of them, when it's a big muskie, you're, it's pretty obvious. Like that's a pike or a muskie. Yeah. Because there's it marks no so other options. Longer. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it it's it's a it's de- definitely a good tool to drop down see what exactly what you're looking at and that's what he did you just and it's it's an awesome thing to use and i didn't know you could and it's right. weird to me that this is like the first i've kind of heard of that right yeah but it's not the first time i've heard of people using stuff to look in the water so i guess it makes sense just mm. nobody else has tried to use the camera Gotcha. But now everything's got so advanced. The cameras are way better. It right. wasn't that long ago that the cameras weren't that good a quality. Yeah. Yeah. And now now you're getting like high def imaging and and everything like the the cameras are more advanced. They like glide through the water better and stuff. Right. But there's another um there's another pro. I can't remember who it was, but he has like you know the cheerleaders when they have it's not a megaphone but they have that giant cone yeah and they use it to yell to the fans yeah he had one of those with like a handle and when you're on the water the water's like turbulent right so it's hard to look down into and he would put that cone in the water and then put his eye up to the cone oh and then it would make that you know that big patch two foot around circle yeah clear Uh uh-huh and he could, and the water was clear enough. He could look down and sight fish like the the smallmouth that he was fishing over. He could, you could physically look down even though right. the, it was a windy, rough day. Yeah, and see yeah. fish. That's fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not the first <laughs> time anybody's utilized like something to help something. them see. Yeah. But I didn't even know you could. I didn't know what the regulations were. I never looked into it. I didn't know. Right. You could yeah. Use I, one did, of those. I didn't know either. I don't know. Still, I didn't look into it. I just like he said it in more than one place, so I'm just like it's getting attention. And that's when that's why I felt, you know, well, I mean, if you win too, and they're your sponsor, you gotta be like, that's what helped me win, you know? Right. Good shout out, and then, and then that sponsor is gonna be like, damn, dude, like we did so many more sales, like here's all the money. (laughs) And Aquaview is not the only one, 
but Aquaview, I think, is the the best known, and I think they're the ones that started yep. it. Like, I have a Markham camera. I'm sure Vexlar makes a camera. I haven't looked into that, but um, yeah, that that one though made me feel really good to see that video, and I was like, oh, thank God, you're allowed <laughs> to use it in tournament fishing and practices. So now I don't have to feel like a piece of shit when I'm out there trying to <laughs> trying to decipher. You know, I I always yeah, felt yeah, sure. like there was part of me that felt like a poser where the, where people would just be like, you can't just figure out what you're looking at with your graph, and like, can you? <laughs> should i admit that i can't all the time because it's hard sometimes i'm trying to figure right it out. right <laughs> plus this makes you learn your graph better too i think like, yeah that, i mean that's you'll learn it quicker using. right because you'll be able to confirm and you'll be like nine exactly. times out of ten that's going to be a crappy watch yeah and then bam that's what i was that's exactly what i was using it for it's that it's that gain confidence because mm-hmm. you could look at something and have an idea right but the the camera because we do, I do have an Aquaview too. My dad has an Aquaview. So when I'm up north, I'm using an Aquaview in the summer because that's what he has. Mm-hmm. But I have a camera as well. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, when when you're guessing, when you see the stuff, it's only, you know, a guess. But when you see it on camera, it's without a shadow of a doubt. Like, that's exactly what I saw. I know right. exactly what it was. Right. So that confidence builder of knowing, like, I'm in the right spot. I, I got to the right area. Those were the fish I was going after. And it gives okay. you that that knowledge of like, okay, so they weren't the wrong fish. I'm in the right spot. Now I have to tweak my presentation. Right, because they're not biting or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah, exactly. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So it's it's awesome. I never even thought about doing it like him though. Yeah, or just like cool. using it to go and look at stuff that you can't necessarily use the sonar for it like started popping off like a bunch of different ideas. Yeah. There's like a, there's like a bunch of bogs and stuff that I always want to use. Yeah. Uh, jigs and I'll the use bogs, the like those floating islands of cattails. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And so, mm-hmm. so that bog before it breaks off, there's the whole shoreline is filled with them right. in certain areas. Yep. And, and bass will sit underneath those because it's cooler. Like it attracts, yep. It attracts bait fish and it's cooler underneath there and stuff. Yeah. And I've always used jigs to like draw them out and I catch fish and I do well. But now I'm like, oh man, what if I took a camera and just like drove past and like really seen how many fish? Is it going to be like, oh my God, there's like a million of them. I've only caught like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's crazy to think about. For, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Mm hmm. All right, man. That was good. Good fishing news there. Uh, so let's go ahead um, and get into a little bit of housekeeping. Let's get into what the podcast is actually going to be about. Uh, so we're going to talk about the weather. <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to try out some new production things, some new toys we just got. No, that, that's nice. the only one. That was just a little <laughs> teaser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, talk about the weather, but -hmm. what we're really going to talk about is open ice season ever, or is open water season ever going to start in Minnesota? That (laughs) is just, that's because of the weather. So we're going to get into that. And then we are going to talk in the random take about ramen noodles. Again, to prove me and Tim can talk a half an hour about anything, (laughs) (laughs) but no, I've been, I've been craving some ramen lately. So I just wanted to uh, 
I just wanted to talk about it, like what, what techniques you got and, yep. and, uh, and fun stuff like that because quick, fast, easy or piece of shit. I don't know. We'll talk about <laughs> it. Uh, so let's get into the real housekeeping here. And I'm going to say realaf.tv is where you can find everything. That's where you're going to be able to find the Amazon link and you're going to be able to find the Spotify link and the YouTube link and all that fun stuff. Patreon link. It's all right there on realaf.tv. Go over to youtube.com slash at realaftv to get some of the video content, including the video podcast. If you're listening to this on podcast feeds, podcast feed is just fine. If you could share that with somebody, that would be awesome. Lean over to the guy next to you right now and just be like, show him your phone. Just go, hey, check this out. Check this out. Just show him your Spotify and just say, check like, it, check it, yo. give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a go, bro. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, we just put up a short over on YouTube. So we're trying to get into that game. We're a little bit behind our goal of uh, doing some photos, doing some shorts. So uh, I just want to own that up here on episode 66 and say, uh, yeah, we fell behind on a goal. Let's see what happens when the weather changes, if we can get some more good photos and stuff like that. But And if you go to Instagram, the reel is in our feed. And I did put it out on the reels. Mm -hmm. And then I don't know what if that's just floating out there. Like if you're scrolling through the reels, you might come across it i think i don't know how that works oh yeah weird like it's like post it to the reels and then post it do you also want to post it to your feed and i said yes and then okay. it exists in the feeds and then the other one just goes into the abyss i guess <laughs> <laughs> to the real abyss <laughs> okay interesting but it's good to know so follow us on instagram too just go look us up real aft remember real like fish and real with the two e's in the middle there uh, yeah, and, and check that out because hopefully we're going to be getting more more up there. And, you know, even when we're posting photos on there, I'll try to throw them on Twitter, too, and all that fun stuff. Uh, reviews, too, if you could. If you could do a review on Apple Podcasts, I'll read it on here as long as it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's jump into the fishing topic, Tim. You. Uh is this ever going to stop winter? I mean, dude, I don't know what lakes are like right now. Um, I, I think winter will stop. I haven't been stop. to a big lake yet. I haven't been by a big lake in a little while. The ponds the just opened. The snow at the end of my driveway is still taller than I am. And you're over six foot tall. Yeah. Holy yep. shit, dude. Yeah. And as we record this today, we are like five weeks away from fishing opener yeah i have that down actually as like <laughs> yeah. one of my things that what i did research on i'm like okay we all know the big day because even when this drops even mm -hmm. when this podcast drops it's not super far off right like we record these fairly close to to, to drop day half yep. the time most the majority of the time yeah and i looked it up just to verify just wanted to make sure it is May 13th. May mm -hmm. 13th is the big day. We're in the first, you know, first week of April. Yep. First, second week of April. Yep. It's, yeah, what'd you say, five weeks, roughly, yep. from the day this posts? Yeah. yeah, almost exactly. And you have I six, well, six I foot not. pile of snow on your driveway still. Yeah, six foot at the end, like the whole, I mean, there's feet 
uh, on the whole uh, yard. It's everywhere. Snow is yep. everywhere still. I drive past lakes all the time. And normally around this time, like there's almost no snow left on the ice and it's starting to get a little bit transparent. Yeah. Other years it's been pretty close to like ice out at this point already. So Right. That's what I, I think. Thinking. I think up north, um, they're gonna be pushing it. There there's probably gonna be some lakes not open for opener, depending on how far you go up north. Around here, yeah. I don't I have never seen it around these parts last until um like the ice is still on the lake on fishing opener, but the sun is getting more powerful. Right. The next week there's a 70 in the forecast. Yeah. So that can do some damage real fast, real fast, <laughs> real fast. Yeah. So that's true. We'll that's see. True. All you got to do is have the out, like the sides of the water start opening up. Yeah. And then the wind can do the rest. But if it For happens sure. fast and the wind comes, that could be destructive. Okay. Okay. There's still a lot of ice that's there. And if it starts moving the whole ice shelf, that's going to rip up some people's yards hardcore. But hopefully. <laughs> oh, shit. Hopefully. Hopefully we just get a lot of good sun and heat and just some calm, sunny days. Not much wind. Yeah. Yeah. For for, sure. for homeowners uh, sakes, because right. it could it could get gross. But yeah. Yeah. I man. forget about that stuff. Yeah. I, this is one of the craziest years I can remember. I think they said we're like eight inches away from setting the record, like the yeah. all time snowfall record. Yeah. So as uh, I'll say, as of recording this, and I say that because we literally got snow yesterday down in yeah. my neck of the woods. Yeah. It was still, it, it, it was snowing. It wasn't yep. anything that accumulated on. Right the grass it wasn't anything that accumulated on the tar but right there's snow still sitting yep. on the yard so there's snow out there and if the snow was coming from the sky it was sticking to the snow yeah the snow same with the ice right like sticking to, on the other snow yeah yep it was yeah, it was landing not, on top of the ice and it was staying so it was adding another layer of snow to the it's mm -hmm. crazy now it wasn't like an inch even but still right. it was happening and it was and enough that, that i'm sure it measured and that storm initially, they were talking about like three to five inches of precipitation, is what they said. Mm -hmm. And three to five inches of precipitation turns it like when you hit the right temperature, that yeah. turns into a shit ton of snow. A shitload of snow. Yeah. Yes. I uh, what? A, I think the conversion is crazy too, isn't it? Like, like one to four. I thought Something it was like just that? a one to one, or. Yeah. No. Yeah. I thought it was like one inch is one foot or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Something like, I think you might be right. Like one inch is like an inch of precipitation is a foot of snow. Yeah. An inch of rain is equal to a foot of snow, I think is what it is. It's and something like I, that. It's, it's like that depending on the temperature. Right. Yeah. I think an inch of rain is a foot of snow if it's like 25 to like 32 degrees. Yeah. When it gets colder, the flakes get smaller or whatever. Yeah, the yep, the water changes. So it's something like that. But like, yeah, we could have got another foot of snow dumped on and then it just ended up being like slightly warm enough that it rained. Right. So that yeah, helped too. It was close. That that will help was, too. If it if it warms up 
and it rains, like warm rain, not cold rain, that'll get rid of snow quick. To have oh, a nice warm rain. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because we've had a lot of rain lately, too. And yeah. that, well, I should say there was a lot of rain during the winter even. And still, this is what I was going to say before, is still, as of recording this, this is the third snowiest on record in the Twin Cities area. That's nuts. Yeah, and and we could still get snow, first yeah. of all. And there yeah. was a lot of rain mixed in with the winter, too. Right. And this this latest rain was like 33 degrees during the day, like the warmest part. And then at night it dropped down to like freeze again. So all that yeah. water just like added another layer of like thin ice on top of everything. On top else. of the ice, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, it's like so I'm not just, crazy. <laughs> no, it's it's nuts. So we'll have to see what it looks like. I think Next week will be very telling, but the power of the sun mm-hmm. this time of year does wonders. Yeah. Like it doesn't yeah. necessarily need to get that warm. Like even at 32 degrees, everything's melting because the sun is definitely hotter. Oh, you mean, you can, yeah. So if you, if you look at like your phone app and you see 32 degrees, that's melting weather. Yes. Still this time of year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Sure. 32 sure, sure. degrees. I didn't think as long as, as long as there's like. Not clouds. If a it's a sunny, sunny day, 32 degree sun, day. <laughs> that sun is melting the snow. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. And that's what it does, that's what it does too to like the shorelines and stuff. That's why it starts opening up close to the shore first is because once the snow is gone, the sun's rays will heat up the sand. Like, oh, that, so it'll, it'll melt from the top and the bottom. Like the, the sun bottom. will hit it on the top and the, the sand around because the, the shoreline. Because the light will still get through the ice. Enough. Yeah. Yep. So it'll start melting on both sides and start warming up. And then once it opens up a little bit, that water starts warming up. And when the water starts warming up, then it starts it chain reaction and it all goes pretty quick once it starts to open up. And especially if we're looking at 70 degree days, it'll mm-hmm. open up pretty darn fast. Once <laughs> once it opens up, you got like a week. Once it starts to open up, like within a week you'll normally see like it's open, but there are times too. Like my parents' cabin is up North even farther. Mm-hmm. And that has been where, you know, people are reporting like this side of the lake is open. And then the other side of the lake still has like eight inches of ice. And people are ice fishing. <laughs> people be out there fishing still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so That's we'll see crazy. what happens, man. And, yeah. the, and the spawning of everything is going to be, weird timing dude that's that was like that's like the whole series of things that i have on here is because before we jump into that before we jump into the spawning i want to ask this question it should lead us in hopefully is we have all this snow like you just said there's like six feet of snow at the end of your driveway right yeah isn't all this melting snow going to affect the temperature of the lakes too or are they usually far away? Can they usually handle it? I mean, how because all this temperature stuff, yeah, this the fish depend on the changes to spawn. And I was just thinking, God, there's so much fucking snow. Yeah, I mean, it will it will probably um, the water temperatures won't change until it's all gone. Okay, the water the water temp is going to be sitting right where it's at, like ice on the top. 
it's not going to be warm up there and it's going to be warmer lower. They're going to be sitting in the pre-spawn locations just waiting. I don't right. know if the walleye, like the daylight plays a role in it too. Oh. The fish, the fish know that the days are changing. Right. They know okay. that it's like longer days and stuff. They're, sure. they're like hardwired in. Where they prefer a certain temperature, but I think they also might know that like it's now or never, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I yeah. think the, the crappie will be later, but I think the walleye almost like start to spawn right before the ice is out, anyways. Like okay. a lot yeah. of the lakes, they start cold. Yeah, and a lot of the lakes they start spawning on the the rivers and stuff. So oh, they'll they'll swim right. up into like river bends and stuff, and those might be opening faster. Yeah, for sure. Than the rest of the lakes, so the, the walleye water. might spawn kind of on par. Sure, but I'm still guessing probably not. I don't know for, for sure. It depends on the lake and stuff. Sure, but that's the one. That's the part I'm nervous about. What's that? And and like lakes where they're not doing that the the walleye are going to be shallow okay where you shouldn't be screwing with them while they're spawning right and we're going to legally be able to fish for them in right. some lakes i think yeah yeah no that 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 went through my head too is i was just like yeah i i know that the window we can't fish walleye in minnesota is there to protect the the spawning yeah. process Yep. So yeah, that, that was totally one of the thoughts that I had. So I'm glad that you said that it just kind of <clears throat> helps me go like, okay, I think I'm catching on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think not, I didn't try to, <laughs> sometimes when I screw up, then I can't stop myself from just, just going off with more Resetting. noises. So if anybody's at home Which, and they're like, Oh Jesus, I just lose internet connection or what? No, that was me. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm weird. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, what was I even talking about? Well, you were talking about how we could probably fish walleye oh, yes, during their yes. spawn. Like they could still yeah. be on beds basically is what you still on beds and stuff. Doing. And if, yeah. And if you're going to go out there and catch them and stuff, um, I don't know if they're still spawning or not. So it's probably cool to like, try not to keep as many. They've been talking about like lowering the limits anyways to try to make sure that um, people aren't, you know, destroying the populations on Lake Malax. They've already lowered the numbers and stuff. But for mm -hmm. sure, if you're going to keep them, make sure that they're eater size. Right. You know, there's a good chance that if it does go way later, that the big females are going to be up in the shallows swimming around spawning. Yeah. And you got a chance it hooking into a real trophy right don't mount it take a picture take a picture put it back in get a replica made like let right. that fish because that fish the bigger the fish the more eggs it lays right because that fish is swimming around dropping off eggs to multiple males mm -hmm. and there's a lot of males the right. big females not so much so okay that's what i'm saying like if you catch one put it back right Maybe tossing a fish or whatever, you know, like a seal. Here, eat <laughs> this one, you know, just feed her. She, <laughs> she needs her energy bag. Get a little to go bag and 
Yeah, yeah. Put here her back. Go. Here you go. <laughs> yep. Sacrifice a couple of your minnows just to be like, yeah, you need this more than I do. <laughs> Keep the population up. Yep, yeah, yep. I'm, I'm. I'm glad to hear you say something like that because the 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 walleye is well regarded around these parts, but also mm-hmm. you know it it is one of those that seems to be getting harder to conserve almost. Yeah. Yep. Like conservation well, seems to really have to have worked their ass off on the walleye lately, and I yeah. I, I don't really know why. But but this is a good example of like hey, yeah. yeah, I don't think they're as good of spawners in mm. a lot of lakes that they've been introduced to because mm. it's not necess- There's not necessarily like the lake I fish all the time doesn't have the same sort of natural spawning areas. There's no natural inlets or outlets. Like mm. there's no stream for them to swim to. Right. So they may spawn but the numbers aren't that big yeah in that lake yeah so you know keeping the numbers doing what you can to let the natural spawning occur right is a big deal yeah so that and and the numbers of those fish in general are just lesser on a lot of lakes than like crappies are Right. The yeah. the crappies. That's that's why I'm like not really nervous. I fish the crappie spawn and I keep a bunch of them. <laughs> I'll snatch them right off the beds. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for years and the population have never even like made a dent. Right. Every year I go back to the same spot and they're still full and they're still <laughs> big. So <laughs> year after year there's been proof of like I'm not denting the population so i don't right. really care about this one like right <laughs> and, right. and we're not going crazy you know we're yeah not, yeah no we're not having all you know five people in the boat limit out we're not going back with 50 big fish you know right so yeah we're still we're still being conservative we'll keep quite a few of them but those that's going to be like not one big fish fry that's going to be fish for multiple weekends you know oh gotcha so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, try to don't don't go out there and just be like, "Oh, we had a good day," and then like invite everybody you know over to slaughter sixty of them and eat them. Like that can get <laughs> out of control. Where you're just like, "We did it. We're gonna go do it again." But the nice thing I will say about when the water opens up this late, yeah, is that when you get a long Memorial Day weekend mm-hmm. last year and like the I think a couple of years before that, like. They were just on the tail end. There might have been a couple of crappie here and there mm-hmm. for that long weekend. Mm-hmm. And now they should just be starting. It's mm-hmm. like Memorial Day weekend should be showing up and you should be able to go out and fish that crappie spot. Like prime crappie the, time, huh? Yeah, prime crappie time. Yeah, dude. Hopefully works out perfect that everybody gets a chance to get out there on the long weekend and have some fun so i mean which also could hand fish yeah which also could cause a problem you know i've been fishing that spawn for a long time but it's not like it's always busy but it's not memorial day weekend busy out fishing the whole those holes right but in certain lakes i do know that there's a lot of spots that are a little bit deeper and Mm -hmm. i think the smarter bigger crappie spawn in those deeper locations Okay. And everybody's picking them off in the shallows. Oh, gotcha. So I th- I think 
it's easy pickings for certain fish that aren't quite as bright. <laughs> and the, and the, it out. Yep. And the smart <laughs> ones that are slightly deeper, I don't think they have much of a problem. I think every year they're in their location and I don't think anybody catches them. Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that there's like three, four pounders in the lake I fish. Jesus. And you just have to know where to go. I don't think a lot, but I think there's a couple. Sure. And I think they've been there for a while because they're smart. Right. And I think that that like a gene line, whatever, you know, the ancestry is like. Yeah, uh, I got you. The genetics. Yep. Yep. This deep water under hump. I can't talk at all. (laughs) That came out completely backwards. This deep water under hump. That's what I heard you say, and I was like, I don't know what that means, but I like it. I'm quick (laughs) enough to realize as soon as I said it, like, what is wrong with me? But, like, my brain is just not firing on all cylinders today. (laughs) Oh, I did it at work even. I was, like, dropping off a package, and then somebody said something, and I, like, caught myself standing there for, like, five seconds before I go, that was weird silence, huh? (laughs) 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 oh anyways yeah any i was trying to make a joke and say that it's been passed down because some of them are like on deep water humps Uh, the under still wants to come out Right. It's all underwater. <laughs> it's all, it's, it's, it is only water. <laughs> Fish are underwater. Fish people. only live underwater. So you heard it here first. So tell your friends, <laughs> share it with everybody, like and subscribe. <laughs> We're spitting facts. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, oh, some shit. of them, some of them don't spawn way up in the shallows where the where the reeds and stuff are and the protected bays. Some of them will right. go on deep water humps, and I think that there's big fish down there. You just have to learn how. And that's one thing that makes me a little bit nervous about the forward facing sonar, because if mm. you get the forward facing sonar into the wrong hands, and those people are out there trophy hunting like the guys that have their office filled with big cats from the safari that they went on you know those same yeah, kind but of you dudes got it fish like but now turn these, that into fishing right yeah where these guys are just out there picking off these monsters and then like and then like doing the taxidermy on the itself. actual yeah yep. Going yep. out there and catching giant fish after giant fish, and then just having a whole room of like, look at everything I caught. Like, put them, put them back. Get replicas <laughs> made. Put them back. We need them. People we believe them. you. Like, yeah, that's not the real fish, but they believe you. You know, like, right, right. Because uh, who would just pay for that? Like, that's just weird. Plus, you have the photo with it. Like, yeah. Anyways. Let's, unless let's, it's unless it's like a state record, then I'll allow it. Sure. Because a state record, you actually have to bring it to the DNR and they have to weigh it and all that other stuff. Like those right. fish so it's like probably not gonna survive, always you know? die, I I think. Yeah. You have to take yeah. real damn care. Right. Real real careful processing to get that thing back in. But 
It's a one in a million fish anyway, right? Right. Yep. That these, one is... uh, these other big ones, they're one in a hundred thousand and that's enough. That's enough yep. to go in. And if anybody back. knows, if anybody has any experience or anybody works for the DNR and you know, like, no, we can check it for the state record and like come to you or whatever. Let us know. Put it in the comments. Tell us. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I would love to know if I'm ever lucky enough to catch a fish that I think is big enough to break a state record, what I should do if there's a possibility of not killing this fish. Cause I'd right. love to set the record, get it out there and then put it back in the water. Sure. You know, cause yeah. like I said, big fish are laying a lot of eggs and the right. real big ones are almost always female. Oh yeah. It's, I never thought about just, that, but yeah, they're always not, like, Every time you watch bass fishing, they're always like, oh, that's a big girl. And they just yep. know right away. I'm sure there's other reasons why they know. I mean, I know how to identify a female fish, but f for the most part. But the point is, it's like, they just know. They're just like, no. They basically are just like, there's not a male fish out there that's this big. <laughs> that's nope, what it it's seems always like. a big girl. Yep. The, yep. the big females are always the ones that are out there roaming during the spawn, and that's the ones they're shooting for. And I don't, I don't know exactly, like the the science behind why a female gets bigger but that's just what it is right in in Seems humans in, in humans it's common that the men you know like when you see right. a giant person it's almost always a man you right. know <laughs> it's, right. that's just yeah. how it is right i never seen a lady the size of shack <laughs> so, <laughs> just saying <laughs> just saying the world record he's he's walking around Duncan <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore but fish that are big are girls let's That's, let's talk about the spawn the, the crappie spawn again because one of your goals was get out early spawn yeah. pre-spawn uh -huh. you said like get out there and and if anything just try to learn it i think you said yeah. uh, if i'm recalling correctly so like now what still still <laughs> a possibility my window is just going to be smaller because uh, that yeah the temperatures are going to rise and it's going to happen quick it's going to go from pre-spawn to spawn and it's going to happen fast but i have to be ready like i have to get out there you know if somebody says like ice just went out that's my day like now <laughs> go now pull the trigger <laughs> and it might even be too late at that point they might have already moved into the pre-spawn area i don't know like i was talking about with the sunlight i don't know if they know enough that they're just waiting that they've already moved into the pre-spawn area and as soon mm -hmm. as the ice is out the water mm -hmm. is going to be warm enough in those areas mm -hmm. to move up it's solely based off the spawn is based off of the water temp hitting the right temperature but because the water the ice out is going to happen so late and the air temperatures are most likely going to be in that like 70 degree range as yeah. soon as the ice is gone and it's going to stick around that um it might happen super fast it might just be like <laughs> winter stage pre-spawn like it they might never stop <laughs> they might go from their like winter areas to the pre-spawn area to spawn and just almost not even take a break 
Jeez. It might just be like them right. moving. I, w- I would assume that there's probably like a day or two where they're going to stay there. And I think um, in the when the spawn is about to start, sometimes they'll move up to kind of mm-hmm. like look around, check it out. Yep. And then as soon as the sun goes down, that temperature will drop and they'll kind of like retreat. So they'll kind of move up, move back, you know, yeah, until they really commit anyways. But okay. um, yeah, I just think it's probably going to happen really fast unless the temperature yeah. stays down. If if it if the temperature, if the air temperature and stuff mm-hmm. gradually rises just like it would any other spring. Yep. Then it then will be on par. Then it will be, you know, the sun's going to be warmer. But my prediction is it's almost like we're going to skip spring. That's what I was just saying the other day, too, because we just had 50 for the first time in 126 days the week that we're recording this. Yeah. Which is a long stretch for... long. Anybody who doesn't know. <laughs> I know. I was talking about it, too. I was telling other people. I'm like, I can't remember a year where we didn't have one weird day where all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, it'd be nice to have more of this, right? Like everybody, that's all you do in Minnesota. You just walk around and yep. everybody like sees you outside and they're just like, am I right? It's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you betcha. That's what, that's all we say. <laughs> just floating around in the rivers of melting snow <laughs> you, know, you betcha everybody loves it but that's that's what it is around here and it's always like that one day right of like boy it'd be nice for this to stick around right and, and it then just never even happened warm up to june yeah but like and it just we're talking about hitting 60 the weekend before this before the podcast drops, so like as the podcast drops on Monday, right? It's like, yeah. oh, we finally hit 60. And then we're talking about maybe 70s. And then I heard there could be more snow. And it's like, oh, that's not, that's none of that is the steady, gradual thing that you're talking about. And that's why I wanted to really talk about like, dude, I, you made a goal out of this. And it's like, yeah, the window's gonna be. I guess I now hearing you say it, the window's gonna be fucking tight. Tight. Yep. It's gonna. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I guess if it goes it. if it goes say. straight into the spawn, then that mm. is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, it's right. all about timing. And if Mother Nature says you have no time, then I guess I have no time. I don't know. <laughs> So, <laughs> better so luck said, next year, I guess. Well, actually, let's keep on the spawn a little bit for a second before I switch over to that because um, the water around here, I'm going to bring it up yeah. and see if you have any any thoughts. Um, so, back to the spawn, sort of. Uh, bass is two weeks after walleye. Like, bass opener up here yeah. is two weeks after walleye, so it's the 27th. That's normal, right? Yep. It's always two weeks, but bass openers, when you can keep them, you can legally target them the same day as fishing opener. That's right. Okay. You've said that before. I remember that now. Okay. Yep. So you can, you can can sport fish them. Yep. You can sport fish them. Yeah. Basically when we say open water seasons on. Yeah. That's another thing where bass spawn also, 
And that's why they don't want you to keep them because the bass are spawning. But the bass are hardy enough for the most part. Like they're just a different breed where yeah. they don't get affected as much. You can catch them and release them yeah, and they'll be fine. Okay. Because they, they'll they're such opportunity. I think because they're such opportunistic feeders. Sure. That they'll try to smash your lure, and as long as you release them properly, or they didn't swallow your bait or whatever, that you'll be able to, you know, drop them. Or you know, as long as you don't catch them with a lipless crankbait that has two hooks, and then you try to remove it stupidly, and then the thing flops, and the other hook sets deep into your thumb, <laughs> and it takes you far too long to release the fish because there's nobody else there to help you, and you're trying to figure out how to get it out, and then you're just like, I guess I slowly open this o-ring to try to take the hook off of the bait because i don't know what else to do my hand is stuck to the fish my other hand is holding the fish and i can't put the fish down because it's gonna flop i really don't know what to do and by the time you get all that handled the fish dies so <laughs> that's um just a story i heard once that happened to a guy <laughs> heard a story from a guy well, i heard a story from a guy that that happened to and uh yeah next time um i was terrified of pulling the hook out so okay that for those of you guys that didn't figure it out that was me i did that exactly what happened and i was gonna i was terrified of pulling the hook out to have the barb go back the other way i know you're supposed to like put pressure on it or whatever but it went in the joint of my thumb and I feel like there's got to be like tendons and stuff in there. And I was so terrified of like doing permanent damage. Like I wasn't scared of the pain. I was scared of what might happen. And I was like, I just can't. And then after I saw the bill, I was just because I went to the ER to have them help me out. I'm just like, right. next time I'm just going to tough it out and push it through the other way. That oh won't God. cause any damage. It will hurt like hell. But who cares? I'm not, it's going to hurt less than 800 bucks. <laughs> so, so that's what we're doing next time. If it ever happens again, that's getting pushed through. Oh. I'm just going to bite us on something hard and I'm pushing it through and then we'll cut the hook off at the barb and be able to pull it out the other way and we'll clean it up. We won't, it wasn't like it was any better anyways. The anesthetics that they gave me barely numbed anything up. And the doctor oh, was fuck. just like, you can feel that. And he's still like pushing the hook through. I'm like, yeah, I can feel it. <laughs> Just like, damn, I could have done that on my own. <laughs> but I just wanted it done right so it didn't hurt me or whatever. But right. yeah, anyways, the bass, you know, you can put them back because they're going to go out and grab another meal quick. They're, yeah, okay. If they need it, they can handle it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is, is what I've encountered. Like right. they release yeah. a lot easier. Like a musky, northern, some of those fish, like when you, you can't just put them back. You got to ease them in. And the walleyes... A little bit hardier, but I think they swim off no problem, and then they just don't make it sometimes. So, oh, gotcha. I think the walleyes are just a little bit, a little bit harder. I think they're a little bit finny, uh, finicky, yep. more finicky eaters yep. too. Oh where yeah, sure. You okay. you put them back in, and I think they'll eat if they have to. But sometimes they're just like, oh, I don't really want to eat right now, and then like, <laughs> well, you should, because now you're dead. I don't know for sure, but, but yeah, anyways, the bass, the, the bass you can go and catch, but there is that window because they don't want you to catch them while they're spawning because the males will be on the bed mm -hmm. and that whole fight might screw up everything. You know, they got eggs or whatever they're, they're protecting oh. on the bed and then you go and catch the male and the male's fighting you directly over the bed and, yep. and they may be, they may be close to other 
males because males will spawn next to each other if they can't see each other well. Right. Uh, like if there's a log or whatever, but they they generally like space out. So that's one thing where there's the males have their spawning beds spaced out and the females are just roaming the flats. Mm-hmm. And if that happens at the same time that we can go fishing and stuff, that could be a little bit of a problem as well, but mm-hmm. not as much. Yeah. They'll, they'll be all right. <laughs> they'll make it. They'll be okay. Yep. So, Okay, the other so the the part where I kind of started talking about it, and I was like, ah, no, let's stay on spawning. Um, now, yeah, the okay, so the other part was right now. This is this is a weird thing that I've observed in my area. We I live around uh, little pockets of water. There's a decent amount of ponds around me. Yeah, um, just in my general area, and a few of them dried out last summer because it was so dry like i'm talking mud beds like desert lake bed dry that's nuts those ones are water now Mm. and anything that had water in it was is still ice so obviously there's something to the thickness or like the depth of the water Sure. Itself, the depth of the body of water itself. Yeah. But it was, it was, it screwed me up until we started talking here because I was just like, oh, we got open water on, you know, the ponds around here. And then I was like, no, we don't. That's only a couple of them. I know for sure the bigger ponds are rock solid still. (laughs) Like I saw someone ice fishing on it last weekend. Right. Yep. Well, and and so, yeah. Some of them. I know, I know what you're talking about is different. Like those ponds are filled up with water again because all that snow has been melting and stuff. So it's literally yeah. probably just all runoff and whatnot. But yeah, and that's what made me think about like, isn't that mean there's like snow running into the lakes? But I suppose the lakes are just so big they can handle it. Yeah, and well, that's what happens. All the snow and ice that's on top of it just melts. Yeah, and then it goes into it, which is good for some lakes that are because of what you were talking about with the dry and stuff, it's good right. for some lakes, bad mm-hmm. for others. Some lakes don't need all that extra shit. And like the rivers right. for sure. If it all starts, if it does get hot fast and it starts melting, that's when the rivers get gnarly. All that yeah. water starts coming down fast and they start flooding and it goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Next week you'll start seeing it. And like your weather apps or whatever, if you live the in flood this warnings, area, they're going to go out. Yep. Just oh yeah, they've already been talking out. about it on the news. Yep. If you pay attention to the weather, the news news weather, they're already like, that's a, lot of, "That's a lot of snow, and we're getting deep into the season. The sun's getting like they're saying all the stuff you you're saying. It's like, yeah, yeah. I I didn't think about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and for the lakes, like when I was talking about, with like with the warm water or the warm rain, mm-hmm. like that'll help melt the snow. But if that rain comes down and it melts, like you have rain melting snow so like water making more water water making more water for the for the rivers it's gonna get gnarly yeah that's that's when like you see cars all of a sudden just being like oh yeah we because it happens fast i don't know if you ever seen the videos of it but like a couple of chunks of snow like shift and move and the ice starts moving or whatever like you can literally see it there's videos of like the river looks kind of normal, and then all of a sudden, it's just like giant river is just, just like rager. Mo- 
oh, dude, and it just comes out of nowhere, and everybody's no, like, it looked like there was nothing, and then all of a sudden my car got pushed away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. It gets crazy. I can yeah. picture it in my head, but I can't say that I've ever seen video of it. That's it's nuts. Not, yeah, it's not to the full extent, but have you ever seen the movie The Good Dinosaur? Oh, yeah, for sure. I've watched it like a million times because my son loves it. I know. Like Us too. We just where, got out of that phase. Yeah. So. <laughs> there's the landslide. The whole the landslide, landslide yep. goes into the river and that all that mass going into the water raises the water level and that water rushes down. Right. And it's just taking trees and everything with it as it's going down. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a lot like that, but just on a very... Not a very small, but a way smaller scale. A smaller scale, because it wasn't Cause just the, a chunk of earth that fell into. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it it gets gnarly. Um yeah. I forgot. I feel like I got off on a tangent there about flooding, but that you oh. ask something else first. No, no, we were just kind of we were talking about the the water levels and stuff like that because that's yeah. No, you were you're good. <laughs> I think you oh, maybe oh, you I had was, a point in your head. Yeah, I was talking about the the ponds and how yeah. your ponds, a couple of them are open because it's runoff, but there are right. some yep. lakes and ponds like where they're a little bit smaller that are already open on the edges because yep. there's a spot um, that I drive by all the time where there's like two like bubbler aerator deals. Oh, and that literally never freezes all year round around that spot. Yeah, and that they just that, keep them running year round. Yep, and okay. that area has opened up quite a bit already. I bet it has, even though it hasn't got really hot. It's just that sunshine is helping it open up. So right, yeah, that place that one opens real fast because it's partially open. So like any lake that's like that where it has a good head start, as soon as it or, starts yeah, to get like warm and the sun's spot. allowed to, yeah, and the sun's allowed to penetrate down because the dark bottoms too if there's the some of the bays have like decaying weeds and everything and it's almost like a black muck on the bottom yeah and that black absorbs the light so you got the the sun going in and it's heating it from the bottom and it's heating it from the top like the sun's rays are literally heating the sun or the the water on the top and then the sun rains are rays are penetrating down to the bottom and the bottom's heating up and it happens yep. fast. Yeah. Fast. Yeah, for sure. I didn't think about that. I mean, obviously I was, it was kind of joking with the, like, are we going to get an open water season? I'm being right. extreme, but I was kind of asking seriously. Is, yeah. Are we going to be open for fishing opener? There's and a chance. It seems we're not. crazy that may would not have open water. But right. you already said in the beginning, like there's a chance up north that they they just got ten inches again the week prior to this podcast dropping. Yeah, for sure. There was there have been times up north where I have went and it was like the ice opened like the week before we were able to go out, and that Jeez. was not that was not a year like this. So sure. I think there's a real real good possibility that there's. It's probably going to hurt the tourist um, sections too for some of the bigger lakes up north. Where yeah. they're like, we yeah. literally, you can't come up here and ice fish and you can't go out on a boat yet either. Right. Because it's so, just not safe. Like, yeah. 
whether it's open right there in front of the cabin or not, there could be floating chunks out there and your Lumacraft just ain't set up to take on any kind of ice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause the problem is if it shifts, right. That's the problem. You can go like and we sit talked in the about open with water. The... You're fine. But though, if that ice shifts, yeah. Titanic, bro. Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like we talked about <laughs> with the ice fishing season when it opened, right. Remember those yeah. people who there was like, 200 yards or some crazy shit. It wasn't that big, but it was like 20 yeah. yards of just open water. They walked oh, yeah. out onto the ice uh-huh. and then they had to make a bridge. They had to make a makeshift bridge on that one resort yeah. and go and get people because it shifted. And it's just like, it, that could happen on the lakes up north yeah. come opener. It's like, fucking aid. That's another weird thing where like all year long, people have been talking about how like the ice is kind of shitty. Like the snow came down and it never let it freeze properly. So it did stuff like that and opened up. Yeah. So we've also had like this weird shitty ice with like way too much snow the whole time. So (laughs) I literally, I'm not even ashamed to say it. I never went ice fishing. Yeah. It was too hard. I had that on my goal and it's not to say we couldn't do it in the, in the early, in the late half of 2023 early season. So I'm not scratching that goal yet, but like, right. Nope. I'm, I'm not. I'm not bummed that we didn't do it either because no. I, I can't think of more than one or two opportunities where we could have made a realistic go of it. And I'm not saying just yeah. because of the weather, right? Schedules and all that shit too. It was, it was tough to navigate ice fishing. I thought this year. There so was, if you got out there as much yeah. as you got out there, good for you in your permanent house. <laughs> well, it was like every time there was like maybe a glimmer of like, Oh, we could go this week, you know, I think Saturday will work. And then they're just like, uh, Saturday we're expected to get like another six to seven inches. <laughs> You're like, what the hell, dude? I can't. No, I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not so, going fishing in a blizzard. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not trying to get out there and then get stuck. And then just like, I like fishing, but I'm not that hardcore into ice fishing that I need to go out into a blizzard. And right. Yeah. I, right. If you have a I snowmobile. That's a different story, you know, because then sure. you can get out there when the snow is on there and stuff. But yep. driving out there is what I'm all about. Like, I want it to freeze properly. I don't want any reports of people saying, like, oh, this is kind of shitty. Like, <laughs> I'm not driving my <laughs> right. truck out there. <laughs> I want to feel totally safe when I'm out yep. there. <laughs> I don't do kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we don't have to drag on the the fishing topic and, and make it super long and to to meet our normal hour quota. I, I don't want to make it feel that way. Um, but before we do jump off of this topic, I, I thought about this prior to it, and then you just said it, or prior to the podcast, right? Um, the The tourists the tourist destinations, the, this is usually busy. This is a big weekend for fishing. So the, the talking specifically about the walleye opener and how like some things might not be open. Do you think that it's going to be a busy weekend on the water? Are people going to come from up North? Like what are your expectations? If you get out on, that's what I'm really asking. What's your expectation? If you get out on opener, Oh yeah, I think it's gonna be busy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Still gonna be gnarly. As or long extra as extra gnarly, maybe. As long as it's like decent weather. If it's warm, 
Yeah. It might be extra gnarly. I don't think we're the only people that didn't go ice fishing. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that cannot wait for the water like to ice to open up. Yeah. Because I yeah. didn't hear anybody talking about it even. You know, like I didn't I'm not out there like talking to a bunch of different fishermen either. Right. Like yeah. I don't I don't have a lot of friends that are hardcore, so I'm not hearing a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. Even just in casual conversation, there's always been a couple of people that are like, oh, I got out or, you know, I would see stuff posted on yep. social Instagram media. or social media, yep. whatever platform and stuff. And you just didn't see much of that at all this year. Yeah. I know a lot of people got out there, but yeah, it was like people sure. that I didn't know, you know? Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, lot of people that can't wait. For the open water. And we're all so sick of the snow, man. Everybody wants to just be everybody. Like, I can't remember a time in the past where all of the neighbors are out there clearing out the driveway, literally yelling to each other, I'm over this shit. Sick of it. <laughs> Everybody's just looking at each the other. The whole neighborhood. Right. <laughs> even being a winter guy, I've said this many times over the last two weeks, three weeks, even being a winter guy. Yeah. I am wishing and thinking of spring days. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm ready. I'm ready for it it's to, been, to open up. It's been far too much. Like, just having it around is one thing. But having to clear the snow and, like, starting from square one so many different times where you're <laughs> like, all right, I cleared the snow. All right, I cleared the snow. Like, and this last time, dude, my snowblower, like, nothing would even engage. I'm like, so I guess we have to shovel. And the greater wedge was giant. I'm like, no, like, how can we make this winter shittier? <laughs> now we got to go shovel and stuff. But at least like my neighbor, uh, one door down has a plow truck and he didn't do the whole driveway, but he came over real quick and just like pushed the greater ridge over to the side. And I'm like, Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> like, I do not want to shovel this. Cause it was, it was like up to my chest, man. Oh my god! It was gnarly, and it's just like, oh, I'm I'm so done, I'm so done. <laughs> and now you're still you're still talking about it, and so is other people where they're just like, you go get warm. Well, there's I a know. chance that we're gonna get more snow. But there's a too. chance there's like, more snow. That's what I heard. I heard some people talking about there's some snow in the forecast. I know. We'll see there's if nothing, there was... there's nothing we can do about it. But Real or not. man, man, it has been. Has been a winner for sure. It is. It is. Again, back to the reason why I even why I opened it with, are we going to get an open season? Is because that's the attitude we're all feeling right now is we're just, yeah, we're feeling bogged down by winter, which is why I wanted to have this because usually around now we're talking about spring fishing and stuff like that. And I was like, I just have to ask the question of like, now what? Because this has been, this is nuts. I don't know what's going on out there. And I just wanted to like, yeah, have a conversation about it because it's, it's coming up. I mean, everything's the seasons are opening soon. Yeah. But the well, weather doesn't to, seem to be turning yet. My little boat is on the side of the house and the, the snow is still over there, like over waist deep. Like it's on a trailer. I needed to melt. There's I can't move it. It's stuck. You can't even get your boat out right now. There's because, nothing I can do. Like I, I wanted to get it out and like do stuff with it, but there's nothing I could do. It's sitting over there. Wait, I got to wait for the snow to go away a little bit at least. 
right. I can try to shovel a path once it gets a little bit lower. But right now, I mean, I got like hours worth of work to try to shovel just it just to out. get it out of the snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Because the snowblower is not going to do anything to it. Like that, that snow has like melted and then like refroze so many times that it's all relatively solid too. Yeah. It is. So there's there's nothing I can do until it warms up. And then like once it gets crunchy and starts melting and stuff, then maybe I can actually shovel it and get rid of it. But right now I'm just, we're just in limbo. Yeah. Nothing we can do. We are in limbo. That's a well put. Maybe that's what I'll call this. The limbo state of Minnesota fishing right now. Yes. (laughs) That's what this is. That's what this topic will be called. Uh, All right, Tim. Let's jump into the random take. Like I said, we don't have to do an hour every single time. We can we can we can do whatever we fucking want. This is our shit. Yeah. But didn't we do an hour? <laughs> oh, we did we always do over an hour once we okay. count in the fishing news. I mean the actual <laughs> yeah. fishing topic itself. Oh post, yeah, okay. Like, on Wednesdays, usually about sixty minutes, fifty nine, you know, minutes. Yep. But yeah. Um so anyways, let's get into the random take where we are going to just broad topic talk about ramen noodles yeah ramen dinner ramen noodles ramen ramen in general ramen ramen (laughs) (laughs) all right hit the break here we are patreon.com slash real af tv that's right patreon.com slash real af tv real like fish and real we are on patreon and we are coming to tell you, and by we, I mean me and Tim, Real AF TV podcast here, yep. coming to you to say we have a Patreon as low as $1 a month, but hey, you could go up to 100 if you really wanted to get crazy with it. It's there. Go over to our website, realaf.tv. You can find the Patreon link right there or go to Patreon and look us up, Real AF TV, Real Like Fish and Real. And we have things like for $50 a month, we will customize, uh, what kind of tackle is it, Tim? We have some in the warehouse right now that we haven't actually ran A lure. Yes. A lure. Thank it you. Is a, is a crankbait. Crankbait. Yes. We will customize a crankbait for you. At yes. the $50 tier. Also, Patreon, if you're new to the whole Patreon thing, if you're on a podcast, you're probably not that new to it. But Patreon is is something that you can jump in and out of like if you do $50 this month bam you get the custom lure but you don't want to do that for the whole year you jump down to the $5 a month tier where you're going to get early access content you can help vote on the random take uh, one of the random takes for the month and uh, you know we'll keep up with you on Patreon as well like just a direct Patreon contact there's communication you do only through Patreon that's what I'm trying to say so if you're new there's just a little intro to it um, yeah yeah and to clarify that that custom painted lure is a fully custom painted lure like the pattern and everything there yes. won't be just something that we have a lure that we just like write really FTV out <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you tim thank you for, yeah. for clearing that up because yes it 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 is a it's a it's a slug for lack of a better word right now and it will be turned into something right right. (laughs) (laughs) i'm not good at the the whole fishing lingo so maybe tim you could evaluate on that or like elaborate on yeah i mean it's it's it's, yeah right now it has no color and i will give it color there we go it will look like a uh 
a bait fish imitation of some sort it might not be exactly colored it might not be realistic you know some of that stuff out there yeah yeah the different companies work with makes different stuff but it will be a custom painted uh lure lure and it won't look like dog shit (laughs) not to not to be too full of myself but i'm i'm i have some talent you you have some artistic talent yeah very true and before we wrap up the ad here for patreon.com slash realaftv, we do have a goal too. We're ha- goals right now. We only have one goal set, but there is, uh, if we get up to 10 patrons um, this year or this month even, which would be great. So share with a friend. Uh, we will do a live stream AMA while fishing. We are yeah. capable of live streaming fishing. We've done it before. Yes. Check out the yeah. YouTube channel. Uh, and yeah we'll just do an AMA we'll schedule it we'll do all the communications through uh, Patreon and we'll go live with a AMA of undetermined length at this point <laughs> uh, yeah. while fishing so yeah. if you can get us up to 10 patrons if you know friends and family and stuff like that that got a few bucks to kick our way let them know realaf.tv Scroll down a little bit. There's the Patreon link. It'll shoot you right over. Sign up for a little bit. Yeah. Welcome back to the Real AF TV podcast show about fishing random takes from the land 10,000 lakes. Welcome to the random take where we are going to just simply talk about ramen. That's it. That's the topic. Ramen, ramen. noodles. But ramen noodles specifically. So I want to, I'll kick it off like I usually do. With a like, okay, what is my thought process of this? Like, how does this happen? Mostly random this time. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly kind of just popped into my head. Um, but the main motivator was we were watching Tournament of Champions. And I don't know if you know what that is on the Food Network, but it's it's like a bracket. Okay. It's, like a, it's like a bracket uh, show. of. I think I've seen it before. Chefs. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's pretty dope. Okay. And uh, this was my kicker um, watching that show. It was the kicker that said, oh, you know what? No, write this down because there's yeah. been a series of things that have been happening. Like I go, I don't go into work that often. Like I don't go into the office that much. I'm uh, still a lot of remote work. Mm-hmm. Usually when I go in, I just bring a ramen. It's cheap. It's fast. It's delicious. These are my opinions. <laughs> You're not wrong. They, they may be opinions, but they're not wrong opinions. <laughs> now, I don't get the cup ramen in the styrofoam and shit like that. I don't really don't okay. like the idea of microwaving styrofoam. I know if it's yeah. not, if it's not like hot cheese or oil or something like that, usually yeah. microwaving styrofoam is not a problem. But cheese, oil, anything that melts will melt the styrofoam too. Right. I guess. Ramen. I think a lot of the I think a lot so. of the plan though is you microwave the water. I think you pour hot and then the you're cup supposed of noodles, to put hot I, water into the I think you pour the hot water yeah. onto the noodles. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Cause I remember when we were like traveling back in the day, mm-hmm. there was times where we would use the coffee maker. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Just put the like let the hot water drip onto the noodles and straight bam. into the noodles even sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yeah. That was oh, fucking yeah. sick. It totally worked. Yeah, it was it, it totally real good. Works. There's a, yep. there's your first hot ramen tip of the night. Yeah. Or day, the morning, to, whenever you listen to the podcast. I mean, you <laughs> gotta make sure too, like there's that hot plate on the bottom. So you can't just put it like straight up on that hot plate. You know, so that that's a little bit of a trick too. Right, you gotta make sure you got something underneath there, like a coaster or whatever. Right, right. Because don't don't yeah. melt that styrofoam cup from the bottom up while hot right. water's dripping into it. Right, right. <laughs> <coughs> that could yeah. be a shitty situation. <laughs> yep, but it works. Whatever totally works. I remember doing you just, that. Yeah, you great. just need to know because a lot of times, like, it'll be like fill to the line or whatever. So you just need to know how much water that is, you know, or you can just put in a bunch of water and then just pay attention and move the cup once it hits the fill line. Right. So, because if yeah. you put too much water in there, the coffee pot doesn't know it. it <laughs> right. It's just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to overfill your ramen, man. It fucking changes flavors so fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I have, have a specific bowl that ratio. I take to work because I know how to measure into it. There you go. That's what you need. You need to know. It's very true. That packet is made for like a certain amount of water. Yeah. It's got to be the right, you know, Yeah, over seasoning or not enough seasoning. Like it will screw up your dish. It has to be right in the middle. You have to be perfect. I agree. Perfect. <laughs> That's the sound effect we need. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I fully agree with that. I just, my my like little line that I wrote down here is ramen noodles, cheap piece of shit or great culinary time. Both. Both. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't need to be fancy to be good. You can, I agree. It, can be a, it can be a cheap piece of shit and still be tasty. I agree. It's still good. Yeah. Kraft mac and cheese, that blue box blues, that's cheap. And... <laughs> I love it. That's still my favorite. And I still eat it. Go to, yep, all the time. Like, I have a hard time saying no to that one. Where yeah. my son will just be like, can we have mac and cheese and hot dogs? And I'm like, drive a hard bargain, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah, we can have mac and cheese and hot dogs. What yeah, do we can. Eat it. <laughs> do you guys have ramen? A, we just had mac and cheese and hot dogs yesterday. So, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's try not to do it three days in a row, okay? <laughs> uh, we do have, I don't think we've made much ramen. I don't know if Beckett has had ramen. Oh, but I, I think he loves like ramen, man. Ramen's the shit. I he'll love it if I make ramen. I know he'll like it. Yeah, I just don't think we we just don't do it much. I don't know. Yeah. So when you say make ramen, because we're cooks, we're cookers. We like to cook. Yeah, we're not we're not chefs, I guess. But That's right. Like, but we're we're cookers. Yeah. So when you say make ramen, what do you mean? Well, I made a couple of different kinds, but it's always like the ramen that I've always made has been like the the like plastic wrap kind. You know, where it's just like a plastic package. You yeah. rip it open; it's just that square. Yeah, just the in. square. Yep, and yep. it's like. It's either but a bright pink or bright yep. blue or red yeah. or something. Orange. The ones I always have are yellow or orange, orange. I think. Yeah. Chickens. But that's just like the flavor of the broth packet that you put in there. 
Yeah, it From is. From there, you can go wherever, but that broth is kind of heavy duty sometimes. So there have been times where I just put in the water. Yeah. And then whatever. Just Take use the frozen noodles? bag of vegetables. Yeah. Dude, yeah. you ever, you know, peanut sauce? Yeah. Do you know that that's basically just peanut butter? Yeah. I did. I didn't. I didn't. But I've it's, never it's, done that before. So now you yeah. just, I, you're, you got me making notes over here. <laughs> so the same, so the same, um, company that makes uh the um sriracha like the sriracha everybody knows you know yeah like the sriracha with the rooster on it yes that same brand makes like a chili paste yep and then you take a little bit of that chili paste and you put it with peanut butter and then you heat that up and it's like this spicy peanut sauce and then you put that with the ramen and then I'm getting hungry is what that makes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good, dude. Dude. It's just you just gotta get the yes. right gotta get the right kind of peanut butter. Really? I just think Skippy's like almost a little bit too sweet. Like it's almost like kind of like a sickly sweet. Like I think Jif is a little bit better mm-hmm. for me personally. I guess it's probably all just personal preference. Yeah. But I prefer something. That was almost like if you could get like a natural one, I bet would be better. I don't want as much sugar. I want it to just be nutty. I don't want it to be so sweet. You know? Yes, I know. I bet if you use crunchy peanut butter, that'd be cool too. Just having like little pieces of actual peanut. Like once it melts down to a sauce, you'd have like a little crunch. Yeah, because a lot of Chinese food has peanuts in it. And I was like, I don't know if I'd want that crunch. But when you say cr- like chunky peanut butter, it's not usually like whole chunks though, right? Like, I mean, it's not like a whole yeah. peanut inside it, right? No, it's just little tiny. Yeah, it's just yeah. little tiny. It's like it's like they grind up the peanut. I think they almost just like put chopped peanuts in there. Like, yeah. It's not like, like they just like. Like they take and- the regular peanut butter and then they have the chopped peanut butter bin and they just yeah. run it through. Yeah. Just like I think pour they in. do. I- I think they just like bring back some of the chopped peanuts and just like <laughs> throw it back in there. Cause I think that's the difference between like chunky and extra chunky, but I bet it would be good. Yeah. Cause I've had, I've had burgers too, where they put like the, I've tried a couple of the PB and J burgers. Cause I was like, that sounds weird as hell, but yeah, I know like the legit one that I had one time, I believe it was at the white horse. It's a bar here in town mm-hmm. and they had like, it was like a jalapeno jam with like oh, yeah. crunchy Fuck. peanut butter. And it was like so a runny good. peanut butter, but it had that crunchy. It had like some of the actual nuts in there and stuff. And you like where that? It was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was impressive. Like, okay. It was still a little bit weird where I don't think I'd go out of my way to be like, I want this burger all the time. But when I ate it, I was like, this works. But I had another one where they literally just like put peanut butter and jelly on it. And I'm just like, this is. I don't think this is what you're supposed to do. I th- you just literally put hamburger on a peanut butter jelly inside sandwich. a peanut butter and jelly. You got to be kidding! And me. that's not right. That ain't right. That ain't I right think at I all. Lost you. Okay, we had this fucking glitch that hit, but let's let's get back to to ramen and spicing ramen. it up. Not spicing it up necessarily, Noodles. but like taking it to the next level. Because you said you take the packet, the like you take the square bag. And you and you tune that up. I've done yeah. that from time to time. Yep. 
I gotta yeah, try dude. this peanut butter thing you've been talking about though. I we've done the basics, like take one of those packets. We got mushrooms, throw some mushrooms in it. Sure. Throw some green onions in there. I got okay. a hot tip from a guy at work. Yeah. Anchovies, dude. Ooh. I don't yeah. I haven't fuck with anchovies much. It's but good. I hear good things sometimes, just little salty fish. I yeah. bet it would be good. It was good. Yeah. I had to over, I, because they are salty and they're really salty. Yeah. You got to kind of chop them up and mix them in there and kind of, you know, you got to kind of get them, give them the business a little bit so the chunks sure. come off and float around. So then you actually get that fishy taste. Yeah. And you might need to add a little bit of extra water too in this okay. case. Because we were, I know we were just talking about how the packets are real. Like you got to be. You got to be right on with the packet. Otherwise, it's too watery or it's too salty. You got to have your, you got to know your spot. Yep. But because those, because the anchovies are salty, yeah, you might need a little bit of water in there. Yeah. It's not bad though. A little bit of extra water or try to like maybe cut back on a little bit of that seasoning. Right. You know, don't shake the whole thing up in there. Just don't shake the whole packet in. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'd add a little bit of water. The so I have known people too that actually don't. I thought it was crazy, like way too seasoned. Like it's not for me. But instead of um, like making a broth, like yeah. draining the water completely, and oh, and shaking the season and like throwing a little butter in there, and it was what? like, damn, dude, that's a little bit much for me. But I, Holy if that's shit. what you're into. Go for it, so but like the packet straight on there with just a little butter, huh? Like yeah, and like there was enough water like Whoa. left in the noodles and stuff to kind of dissolve it and stuff, but like super flavor for noodles, and then you're just rocking the noodles like no broth. Holy Which shit! Which is like, yeah, yeah. I tried it. I was like, damn, that is way <laughs> that is not that is <laughs> ah, salty. That sounds so intense, dude. Yeah, not for me. No, I've let it sit sometimes too long with not yeah. enough water, yeah. and it got thick like the noodles just absorbed a, a lot of it sure and so it got kind of thick okay and i wasn't a fan of that already no. so <laughs> no, yeah i could see that shit. getting weird textures and stuff it yeah. was a weird texture but also the flavor had turned up a notch yeah. too because i didn't have enough water in the first place which is how it got like yeah thick, i should say too noodles. like when i when i do the um like that that peanut sauce that i've done before that's oh, a yeah. whole like don't use the packets, drain the water, and then go from there. Like you just have those ramen noodles are just like a different texture noodle than uh-huh. you can't just use any pasta, you know? It's like the ramen noodles just different. Yeah. You it's 100%. gotta be it's gotta be that noodle. Yes. If you did like a, a fettuccine peanut sauce, it'd be like, what that's weird. <laughs> you know or like a spaghetti yeah, like it just wouldn't it, it just wouldn't work it's got to be that no. ramen so so you're saying you you just you that peanut sauce one that is a hey i'm just using the noodles that packet's garbage at this point exactly yep yeah that seasoned okay. packet is getting tossed out like the yeah we're not That's putting totally a thing yeah yeah although yeah. maybe a little bit of it would work you know, because I was just sure. talking about how I, w- I don't want it so uh, sweet. Maybe a little bit of that 
would work. Maybe I should try that next time. Just a little sprinkling. Just keep a little yeah. bit of that chicken flavoring in there. Right. Just a little bit of that boolean to, to take it up to like a yeah. different salty notch. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe maybe even like cook it in the broth and then just completely dump out the broth. Oh. Maybe. And then just go. So then you just go with the peanut sauce, the pe- the spicy peanut sauce, just straight up on the noodles. Yeah. And... Well, that's what I do is straight up on the noodles. Just like I just right, boil right. it in water. But maybe add a little bit of the seasoning to give it a little bit of that chicken zhuzhin in the noodle, yeah. you know? And then that's a good the idea, peanut sauce. Dude. Maybe I should try yeah. it that way. Yeah. That's a really good idea. And I saw too, like where they're, you know, the the traditional one is like, you know, heat up oil. And then they dump the oil on it, dude. That's how oh they cook God, a lot of stuff. Oh my God, you sent me that. You sent me a video the of that. The hot oil. Yeah, you heat up the oil and then you just pour the hot oil on it to cook it. And then instead of That's like draining oil, you crazy. just eat it with the oil in there. And it's like, dude, that makes sense. Because oh. like when you think so you about it, you just eat it like that? Like, yeah, dude. You're you supposed don't... to just put enough oil on it. You, you just do you heat... add... No, you can't add water. No, it's like you oil. just heat the oil and like the oil itself is like what cooks it. You just pour the hot oil on it. I know, then, dude. It yeah, blew obviously. my mind. I'm like, what the hell? You just cook it like that? Like you don't cook it in hot oil? You pour hot oil on there? Like obviously you couldn't do it with like raw fish or nothing unless it was like sushi grade stuff then right. that's a different story but right um yeah it's crazy i watched Holy a bunch shit. of those videos i didn't realize that was how you did it like i didn't realize yeah. you just ate it straight out of the oil after that i thought there was yeah i thought there was just something more to it and that they just showed because it was just like a short reel or whatever it was just a short clip video of like look at cook ramen in oil okay yeah that's cool yeah. I assumed it came out and then more was done to it after that. No, they yes. like put together the whole ramen dish and then like the egg that they have in there or whatever, like they cook it with the hot oil by pouring the hot oil over it into the bowl and then just right. eating straight out of that bowl like the oil's in there. I just didn't comprehend that when yeah. I watched the video. It's That's crazy. fucking wild. Which makes sense because like you deep fry stuff and I'm sure deep fried whatever has taken right. on all that oil and this is just like you're just eating the oil with it. It's awesome though. <laughs> it, it looks so good to me. I'm just like, yes. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. D- yeah. Yeah. I want to try that. Yeah. I just never, I didn't put it all together. I'd have to rewatch it and like to, to feel like I'm doing it properly. Yeah. Yep. That's nuts. And I anyway. I sent you that hack that one time too where this one, I know we were talking about like not microwaving the styrofoam. I'm kind of on the same page. Like I don't like the idea of it either, but mm-hmm. the micro, the styrofoam itself won't heat up. It's just like you were saying, whatever's in it, if it gets hot enough, it will melt the styrofoam. Right. So if the if whatever you have in there is hot hot enough, it could cause a problem. But get one of those cup of noodles. You eat your noodles when you have the leftover like little vegetables and and yeah. the and the like broth and stuff. Yeah. Then you yeah. crack a couple of eggs in there, like whip it up. Oh yeah. And then yeah. you microwave it again. And then you just have like this fluffy egg that took on all the flavor and stuff. That's... And then you can just eat that egg. Yeah, a kick-ass egg scramble. <laughs> yeah, which I it, that is. It, I haven't had it, but depending on the flavor, I. Picture it being like a. You ever had egg foo young? I definitely have, but I can't. Yeah, I can't the taste in my it's mouth. almost kind of like just like an oily egg that has like some vegetables. Like it feels like that's what it almost is. 
Oh. And so, like, I feel like if you just put egg in there and you microwave it, like, we're talking about, like, just a cup of egg foo young is what it, like, when is I initially it saw it, is like, I bet that's what it's real close to. Dang. But egg foo young is almost, like, a little bit bland. I wonder if this would be almost more flavorful because you're dealing with, like, <laughs> chicken broth. I don't know right. how you make egg foo young, but I've had it at, like, the Chinese buffet. Right. And it's just kind of like a... It's like egg, but you can tell that it's like been cooked in oil and then it has a couple of little vegetables in it. But there it's normally like not really that flavorful, but it comes with like a brown sauce. What that sauce oh. is, I don't know, but it's good. Uh, maybe I haven't had it then. Yeah. Well I haven't heard of it. Yeah. But now I'm now I'm taking all your info in and I'm processing it to the point where I'm kind of like I yeah. don't know. Just it's like it's like one of those. Now. It's it's kind of like how you know you got the sweet and sour chicken, mm-hmm. where the sweet and sour chicken is just that like breaded and fried chicken, and then you have yeah. that red sauce that you can like yeah. dip it in or pour it on. That you're supposed to, yeah. It's kind of the same thing where like there's the egg foo young, and then like next to it, the ones that I've had at least have yep. like a brown. It's almost like a really thin gravy, but I don't know oh, how they make it. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So I have to watch ooh. out for that. Yeah. But speaking of eggs, do you ever put eggs in your ramen? I tried to poach one once and do it in ramen. And that so, yeah. It's hard. Just poaching eggs is fucking hard. So it didn't go yeah. very well. Oh, but I tried hey. to poach it in the ramen. You know I what I'm just, saying? Yeah. I just saw a hack for that where I can't remember if you put oil in the water to help it stay like more buoyant. But Vinegar, you take your water. Right. Maybe it is vinegar. For, but for poaching an egg, it is put, vinegar. So you I, put, yeah, keep going. Oh yeah, maybe vinegar does make it more buoyant. But vinegar is what you put in the water when you're poaching the egg, like just straight up. But what I saw right. is get sil- the silicone cupcake wrappers, and you okay. can like float them on the surface, and you put the egg in there, and it's like poaching it, except for you don't have to do all that like spinning the water hey. to make them like sit in the middle. It sits there and it gets cooked by like hot water. So it's still essentially poaching it, but you're cooking it in the silicone and it just makes it easier. It contains everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, dude. I don't have any of those, but that was like. Me neither, but I know what you're talking about. I've never seen a single one by itself, but if you get like a set of them, you could probably just cut them into floaty little cups. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Like sometimes when you're poaching an egg, you're stirring the water and it creates that like whirlpool. So you have to put one egg in there. And I saw them doing this with like five of them, you know, so you can like, they're poaching like five eggs at once. Like, damn, dude, that's what I need to do. Cause when you're making eggs Benedict at home, yeah. You're like, what am I going to do? Poach one egg at a time. I guess you get this one and then you go ahead and eat while I'm making yep. more. Like, well, I make another can... one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we that's poach... how you do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> poach like five eggs at a time and boom. Yeah. So most of the time I just fry eggs when I'm talking about eggs, Benedicts. I just fry them, you know, sunny side up or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or not sunny side up, but like, uh, what is it where you turn it over? Over easy. Le- over easy. Yeah. Yeah. I do them over easy real quick yeah. so then you can make like a bunch take it of them off the heat, time. flip it over, just let that little, just let it get that last little bit of clear in the egg top yep. white or the yolk top white. And yep. Yeah. Exactly. I did that in ramen once too. I did yeah. just a fried one, just tried it out, like whatever. Sure. It, it doesn't work out that well, but I do love the yolk actually in the ramen oh i bet i, I like bet that good. that changed yeah. it a lot i haven't I tried 
I haven't tried a lot of that stuff. I haven't messed around with the ramen on that. Like with stir fry, I put egg in my stir fry all the time. Make oh, stir yeah. fry with like, I'll buy the the like um, ready to go like udon noodles. Yeah. Where you just like microwave those little pouches, yep. or even not microwave them. Sometimes I just throw them in there and like throw a lid on with the vegetables and stuff. Everything's cooking. And it just kind of like steams the noodles, makes them soft that way. Yep. But I cook I cook the chicken and then I cook a bunch of eggs and I just kind of like scramble them up in the pan. Don't whisk them. Just crack them all and then just kind of like scramble it so it looks like it does. Yeah. At the Chinese restaurant where they're like kind of you see the white and the yellow. Yeah. I don't know what who scrambles what so i don't want to be like the way you know americans i don't know who right <laughs> who, right right no i got it but normally you know we're like whisking the eggs together and then our scrambled eggs are just all yellow but when you go to yep. like the chinese restaurant their scrambled eggs are the white and yellow because they just crack them in there right and just kind of like almost just kind of stir it around a little bit so I do the same thing. It's just I crack them all in the pan and then just kind of like break all the yolks and stuff. Yeah. But I think that would be good. Yeah, just cook one egg or poach an egg like you said and just throw that over the top. Yeah. And that's how I saw that um, that ramen being cooked online, that hot oil. They like crack the egg, put it on the top, like just raw, and then the hot oil they pour over and that hot oil cooks the egg. Oh, must cook it yeah. just enough that it like leaves it all runny and stuff but right i don't know if it's i would assume it's safe if it's hot enough i don't yeah. know eggs it are looks in a little bit like damn space. you did you really cook that fast but i guess if it's hot oil i don't know man i watched yeah. the video they did it and i was like okay <laughs> i haven't tried right, it right, personally right. but yeah i i I would try it. I, I just haven't For sure. got around to it. It sounds yeah. it sounds amazing. I did soft boiled too. Soft boiled egg, that's fucking hard to do. Oh, but yeah. where the, it's still got a yolk on the inside, it's hard. Yeah. So you can cut it open, and then you can just put two sides on the top of the ramen. Sure. The yolk is just sitting there. Yeah. That's pretty good. Soft. It's boiled. cool to have that soft egg in there, like not the the hard boiled egg. That yeah. Kind of jelloey. Right. Right. Texture. Yep. Yep. It's cool to have that in there. I liked it. Yep. It's all the timing thing with those. It's hard to it's hard to nail that down. But yeah, <laughs> really for sure. I like I like soft boiled, but there's there's a real fine line. Cause you want the whites cooked. Oh yeah. But you want the yolk like still runny. Right. I've had it before where you like open it up and the and the whites are a little little bit runny, and I'm like, ugh. I'm not even gonna try to eat that one. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you just give up on that yep. egg. You're like, oh, yeah. fuck that. I'm not doing that one. <laughs> Probably could have just microwaved it or whatever, but it's still just like, nope. I'll try again. <laughs> this was when eggs weren't ex- as expensive as they are now. now right. Yeah, I was like, gonna say. No, I'm guessing that away. hasn't happened in the last year or two. Yeah. <laughs> now I'll just chop up what's left and we'll throw it back in the frying pan. It'll be a weird <laughs> texture, but whatever. <laughs> right. Right. But it'll work. Yep. At this point, it doesn't matter. It's going in. It's a buck. Cost me a whole dollar for that egg. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's not that bad, but seriously, <laughs> some days feels like it when you look at the egg prices. You're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we found it. Oh, oh god. Oh, I was gonna say Instagram and like social medias have like opened up my world for that kind of stuff because they they'll yeah. like just these quick little videos of just like here I do this, I do that, I do this, yeah, and that, yeah. and you're just like, damn, dude, like 
just somebody running through the recipe really fast and then yeah. I can like break it down later is awesome. Yeah. Cause some of I that agree. stuff is it's like, really cool. you're, you, you don't even know where you're going, you know, now yeah. they've figured out how to do it where they're like, here's the finished product. Here's how we got there. Now you do it I'm like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Where it used to be like this above the cameras up here looking down yeah. And then it's like, start with two eggs, flour, sugar. And it's like going through everything. And you're like, next. Like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> just not, I'm not sitting here to figure out what you're making, you know? So I love it. Yeah. 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 No, it comes up with really good but, ideas. I didn't even think yeah. about that. But that's kind of what we're doing here is right. we're just, we're yep. kind of like throwing out those ideas of like, yeah, ramen's really good. Now here it yep. is in a long audio form. <laughs> yeah. A little well, well, no, we're we're coming with hot hits, I guess. Or yeah, not, yeah, not that long. Um, but what were you gonna say? So what I was gonna say is, we actually found a ramen noodle because you know how you said you open up the packet and you have the ramen noodles. That's totally legit. Yep. Of course yep. it is. And then, or even taking it, and spicing it up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to the where I wanted the conversation to go. But yeah. we've made homemade ramen, and not the noodle. Mm-hmm. We didn't make the noodle. <laughs> so we found this packet sure. of ramen noodles. They're more yellow, um, but they're totally ramen noodles. Um, I think they just, they're more egg based than the packet. Okay. And uh, yeah, so we found those. And dude, we started from scratch on everything else, like made chicken broth and then just okay put, put item, put things in it, put spices in it as we yeah. went. Um, yeah, that was super fun to create it from nice. scratch. It's a little, it was a lot of work kind of for, you know, like yeah. whatever, but you can take the flavor in different directions, right? Cause like a lot of ginger in there. Oh, okay. Sure. Know, yeah. Which you just don't get with the packet. Um, right. But I don't even think to add ginger to the packet half the time when I'm doing it. I always like take the packet one mm-hmm. and put vegetables in it like you said right 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 or or put a little bit more garlic in it or something like that yeah i i I forget to try the other asian flavors like oh put a little soy sauce in there and then yeah throw in the because if you soy sauce a packet yeah motherfucker's (laughs) gonna get so deep Uh (laughs) uh-huh yep yeah that's soy sauce can get out of control quick yeah. You know, you do a little bit and you're like, oh, not salty enough. Next little drab, you're like, damn it. So <laughs> screwed it up. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, ramen is ramen is is good as shit, and I do not eat enough of it. I definitely should start trying a bunch of different stuff. I should get a bunch of those packets because it's so cheap too. Yeah, I know. People always beg on it like, oh, that's, it's so shitty and so cheap and everything like that. It's like, take the fucking noodles out then, like you just said. Like, if you don't like all the yeah. sodium, don't add all that. Don't add the whole packet. Right. Like, spice it up with other things, just like we said. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. I only that have is- one, you know, one a week or whatever. Yeah. I'm not like a super like all in on the ramen situation, but like. It's I've good. Never, I've never really understood some of that stuff where they're just like, I'm just a poor kid, so all I can eat is ramen. And I know like ramen comes with the chicken broth, so like you're paying, you know, like a dollar and that's all your supper was was a dollar. 
Right. But then people on the other side, like if you're making homemade, like, you know, chicken fettuccine. Yeah. And people are like, oh, you know, oh my gosh, like it's so fancy. And it's like, you paid the same amount of money for the noodles. <laughs> Those noodles are the same price, you know? Right, right. And it's yep. like, yeah, there's like cream and Parmesan cheese and you use chicken, but it's like, it's not that much different. But like you said, people still shit on ramen but like if you're using ramen and you're adding chicken and you're adding right. you know the, making that peanut sauce and stuff like you're adding right. all these ingredients and now yep. you have like the same thing where it's just a different noodle that you put into your dish yeah i totally agree yeah i don't know it's it's weird i've i've heard it too where you know they're they're just like oh it's cheap and it's like whoa what am I supposed to do? You know, yeah. where where am I supposed to go get it? But yeah, yeah. I, well, that's I, actually what I was going to ask you: is do you have a ramen spot? Because I just figured out that there's a sushi spot near me that does ramen, and uh, they oh, only nice. have two options: regular ramen, yeah. spicy ramen. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I yep. gotta go. I yeah. gotta get that shit, dude. There's a there's a um for my birthday, I always go to Kyoto. Is where mm-hmm. I've been going, and mm-hmm. they have ramen in Kyoto, and the that sushi place is an all you can eat, where you just order the stuff, and they keep bringing it to you, and they'll keep coming around, and you just keep ordering. Like you eat a little bit, you order something else. You eat a little bit, you order something else. Yeah, yeah. And I'll order the ramen, just be like, "Yep, I'll get that ramen. I'll get these things." And they come over, and then you order like a couple more things. But yeah, keep it coming. And now, literally like two blocks away from us, they're going to be opening a new all-you-can-eat sushi place here in St. Cloud. Sweet. And I can't wait. Hopefully, it's open in time for my birthday. I don't know right. when, but yeah, I don't really have a sushi place because my wife isn't very adventurous. And if right. we make ramen at home, we're the ones that call what's in it. But she's yep. not a fan of anything, any seafood, any peppers. Um, So that really fucks up a lot of dishes when, when you <laughs> right. start talking about the yeah, asian yeah, cuisine yeah, sure. and then you say no peppers or seafood yep that eliminates a lot <laughs> yeah because even at a ramen spot there's it because i think okay so one time me and my wife went to a, a ramen spot in a big city and it was like just down the road from where we were staying kind of tucked behind and it wasn't it still wasn't just a ramen spot Right. Yeah. Like it kind of had, it kind of smelled like fish a little bit. It was sure. We got lucky that this spot was predominantly a noodle spot, but noodle spot would be the way to put it. It was still very, very Japanese in in nature. So there was a lot of seafood and stuff like that. So it wasn't, it was still a place you had to feel adventurous to go to, I think. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Even though it wasn't a sushi ramen spot, it was like a noodle spot. So, right, still, yeah, that makes sense. And then our and then our son too. I think she also gets nervous. You know, like we're gonna go there, and she's like, "I don't know what I'll eat. I don't know what he'll eat." It's <laughs> like, I don't. Know, how about we go there and figure it out? Is like how I roll. You know, <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. Like I just go there and order something and see what happens. Like I'm not yeah. picky at all. I will order it and they could bring out like a goat's head and I'd just be like, Oh, 
That's what Whoa. I got, huh? Right, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> let's eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. They even left the eyeball. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, if that's, they put it on the menu, they must know what they're doing. That's kind of how I roll. You know, like if it's a, if it's a, if it's a restaurant that looks decent, other people are eating there. Right. And then they bring me out something that's actually on the menu. That's good enough for me. Yeah, all right. Let's go. Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, man. Yeah. That's like a, I was uh, for a Super Bowl party. There was a guy. Uh, we went to a friend's house and one of the guys just jokingly because people were it was doing like a potluck thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy was jokingly with, like, oh, I'll bring the Rocky Mountain oysters. And I'm like, dope, dude. I've never had them before. And they're just he's like, it's a joke. And I'm like, I whatever. If you know how okay. to make them, I was, I was like, I'm not eating them raw. But if, you know how <laughs> right. to, but if you know how to make them and cook them, like let's let's do it, dude. Let's eat it. Yeah, I'll do you. <laughs> right, I'll give it a go. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, dude. Let's do the thing that we always have to do when we're wrapping it up. The you know the likes and subscribe. Give us yep. a like. Give us a subscribe. What do you? What is it that you always? piggyback off of tim on the subscribe with uh my dude ryan sickler always says that it means nothing to you guys it means everything to us so if you could give us a like and a subscribe that's the perfect thing to help our channel help us grow that's right much appreciated yeah and sure. Ryan Sickler's new special came out. I'm telling I'm I'm giving it's out. I'm it's giving out. a shout out. It's out on YouTube. On YouTube. Go check that yeah. stuff out because the dude almost died. Support him because he needs to pay his medical bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to give it a watch tomorrow. I just watched Big J's today, but let's talk about that after this. Yep. Uh we got Social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, find us real AFTV. Yep. Just search for us. R-E-E-L-A-F-T-V. You'll find us on all those places. We talk. um, I fixed the contact page now on Real AF TV. So if you go to realaf.tv slash contact, you can now email us again. Hit us up. We like to have conversations with everybody out there. Help us keep growing the YouTube again by hitting that subscribe and the like and all that fun stuff. Come on. You know know what the algorithm wants if you're listening to podcasts already. Just Hit that button one time. That'll help us out. And uh, we got a Patreon page too, which you heard in the break. So I'm not going to sit and beg on that. Unless you're hearing this on Friday, then go to patreon.com slash TV. Because production's getting expensive now that COVID's over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So not ramen stuff, but I watched Big J's special today. Big J Oakerman's special today. Yeah. He got a new one that just dropped a couple days ago, so I'm watching yeah. it.